You're listening to El Yoshi Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi. Thanks for the new, uh, listening to the new episode, and this episode is sponsored by my good friend Brandon Iron. So check out his amazing website, brandoniron.com. And Brandon, thanks for doing the show. Everyone loves you on the show. Thanks for having me back. And <laughs> so I, I don't know when the last time I interviewed you. This is going to be a quick one. You know, I know you have to go back to work in a minute, but uh, thanks for doing it. And um, so how, how's how's last six months or of, um, filming new talents because you know I've been out of it for three three years yeah and I just watched this movie uh, Hot Girls Wanted documentary right right and I forgot um, they're kind of shifting production to like different part of the country like Miami and I guess a little bit of Phoenix too if I remember yeah there's hot spots and hubs all over the place I haven't seen Hot Girls Wanted but I know I worked with one of the girls in it it's, it's uh, she's repped by Hussy Models but yeah just, just to answer your question I, it never gets old man all these hot new doe-eyed you know deer in the headlight girls that just yeah sure I swallow and all this stuff it just it just triggers that reptilian part of your brain that just says give me more do, yeah. do you think they, they have these um, spots throughout the country like Miami Phoenix and I think it's probably true for places like Alabama sunnier states a lot of strip clubs I guess it's easier to find talents when they're wearing less clothes and um, like Miami seemed like a Probably outside of LA, it's the biggest hub, isn't it, right now? Sure. I just think, though, if you're a, a house dancer at some club in Podunk, Utah, or wherever, you just, if you saw an ad saying a free ticket to Miami or whatever, you just, you got to get out of your backwater. You got to see the world. You Wait, wanna... how did you know that one? That's in, they, they covered that documentary. Well, no, I saw the trailer, oh, at okay. least. But again, that's it. Imagine just to get the hook in the water. And all these fish just want a free trip. And then, you know, if you're young, beautiful, and why not go live live on the wild side and all? I think it's a great thing. It's just nice if you got the cash flow to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, let, let's say last three years, all the talent you use, what's the percentage of people actually really, really want to do porn, do you think? I don't know about wanting to do it. I just know, you know, you facilitate somebody with an easy job, especially when they're new in the career. Yeah. They take direction well. They're an eager beaver. You're happy to meet them. It never gets old to me to see a, a girl just open her mouth, take a load, and swallow it. That is just going to stick with me till I'm dead. You know, the fact that I, I'm going to turn 47 soon and yet there are still girls that are 18, 19, 20 that will yeah. just. Yes, I'm down for that, and it just, that's not going to change. It's interesting because you know I, I guess, well, I got kind of involved in this business what 15, 16 years ago, more or less, retail and things like that. But, um, oops, primary reason why they're doing the um, porn is they just want to get out of their small town. Yeah. I think it's as much people running away from their problems as running towards the business. Yeah. 
but it's that perfect storm of you know solving people's short-term problems with with another short-term solution yeah you know why not do something like that because the real world kind of sucks you know if you want to flip burgers if you want to do all this other menial job i i even considered once doing a, a sign spinning thing just to have that experience yeah so it re- reminds me but what it's like to to work for somebody else at a piss poor wage and just you know thankless and all it's sort of good to have that reminder i think it's a healthy thing but i just don't want to have to do it out of necessity <laughs> but yeah it's it's because many of the girls, um, I mean, for most part, they don't have a problem doing doing porn, you know. Yeah. But they do say travel and money for sure. And if you're from some small town Texas, I mean, my impression is a lot of this, but they feel like trapped and they're just afraid what's going to happen to them. Probably marry some dope in locally, get a couple of kids, and that's it. They're just stuck for the rest of their lives. So I could kind of understand the need to get out of there, maybe even try something different with their lives, you know? Well, sure, but especially everyone goes through that. Imagine, you know, thinking back when you're 20 and you think time is going so slow and, you know, I'm in my 40s, so I just think back to if I could tell my 20-year-old self, hey, relax, it's going to be cool, stick yeah. to the plan or, you know, don't worry about these short-term problems. They're going to go away. You're going to you're gonna be fine. Everything will just, you know, get on board with what you're passionate about, but... I don't. I don't think there's victims as many victims as it's painted. Uh, you saw the documentary, so you can see. So it's a bumpy ride, and maybe the the short term message is okay. It's a, a quick roller coaster, and then you're thrown into the hardcore stuff. Like some of the girls did facial abuse and sort of how it's more fringe porn, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, I call it a tale. Whenever there's a, you're not going to have too many documentary where it's something as controversial as porn. Where it has this amazing, wonderful, happy ending. I don't yeah. think, I don't think they're going to go for that. But I think the odds are really against a lot of those girls, right? Because there's hundreds and thousands of these girls coming in every year. Not every one of them is going to be a star. So within a few months, either unless they change and willing to do other extreme stuff. Yeah, you know, it just ran out of course for a lot of them, you know. But look at the look at the whole society is based on contests and talent yeah. and somebody else's barometer of you you are the anointed one and you aren't. You know, you win American Idol, you go back to serving at Hooters. You know, life's not fair, and, and what, why should porn be any different? If right. a girl wants to make some short term money, just go for it. Yeah. you know, it's too bad if there are repercussions, but. You know, is she any better off if she worked at McDonald's and you could say you learned how to work a cash register, whatever, learn something about real life, learn something about men and women in general, how you like to be treated, what you don't like. Yeah. That'll probably serve a woman in, in better going down the road, I think. Well, I heard, I heard those arguments before. People say, porn doesn't empower women. Like, well, you mean to tell me... Some girl or some women work at McDonald's in power too at minimum wage. I mean, yeah. that's that's not. A, I don't think that's. I don't think that's so. That's the dream that most people look for, like working for McDonald's for the rest of their life. Either nothing against McDonald's, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, right. it's almost like if you live in America, people have this entitled feeling. Well, maybe not entitled, but higher expectation they're going to have a better life than parents. You know. Yeah. I I think that's not really the case for a lot of people in reality it's 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 tougher man 
I think if you're really going to call this country the freest nation on yeah. earth, live it. You know, give people total the freedom that they see. Once you're 18, you're an adult. Make adult decisions. Yeah. Live by them. Let people. Let people. It's just. It's so hypocritical. Everybody thrives on. Uh, you know. Exploiting people in one way or the other. Just. Uh, you know, technology and sex combines to bring sex to the masses, and yeah. and that's it. It's it's not going backwards. It only goes forward. So I mean, there was a scene. It was uncomfortable, and it was very predictable. Like you know, these girls are very very young. I mean, oldest one was twenty four. Yeah, but you know, eighteen nineteen year old girls, and the doc- documentarian followed a couple of the girls when they're visiting home, and one of them was you know the dad didn't know about it, and it was really uncomfortable. Like. Yeah. The mom knows about it. The boyfriend wants her to just... I don't remember the girl's name. She's not, she's not in the business anymore, but... Um, yeah. I still think she has a right to make that decision, but it's not going to be easy for her to tell her parent, a dad, of course, you know, so... Uh, you know, there, there's all sorts of dysfunction in every family. If you yeah. dig deep enough, ask the Duggars, you know? <laughs> That's true. God... Would you rather have your daughter Making a, do something legal and do some nude modeling? Say if, say if it was just even girl-girl. Yeah. Would you rather have your daughter lick a pussy or would you rather have your son molest the siblings? Yeah. That's not even a choice, you know, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's really weird. Like, doing stand-up. People say, like, why do you have to do, do, do dirty material? You know, like, what's wrong with you, right? And I think I read this recently in New York Times. They were saying that people who tend to cuss a lot is, is usually not as bad people as people think it is. Just like Bill Cosby had, used to have, I mean, he's known to be a clean comic, but, well, that didn't do anyone any good. I mean, 40 people are accusing him of raping them, right? Like, yeah. okay, I don't know about all 40 telling the truth, but... That's just enough people for me to say the guy's a dirtbag. You know what I mean? Like, and because Mr. Clean, you know. What's strange about that is shouldn't he have gotten so much pussy just off his fame? What's that trigger? That you know, that's, that's that's another creepier level. You know, like you have such a good reputation. You know, you you pay them right. Uh, sometimes you you might even overpay, but you respect people. You you know, I know your reputation. You're great with people. Here's Bill Cosby. You have all the money. Forget about the fame. There's ladies willing to do stuff privately if you give him enough money. He has the money. Yeah. So there's something really disturbing, awful about the man, you know, like complete disregard for them. And uh, quite often, you know, all those story, every one of the stories, same thing, like he act like he want to advise a girl and be a, a mentor and you know, put a medication, and whatnot, in their drinks, and right. he sexually assault them. And uh, yeah, I don't get that whole. I love paying girls for money because they got something in return. You know, like I'm cool with that. But yeah, but here's Mr. Clean. For a long time, he was criticized other comedians, Eddie Murphy, uh, Richard Pryor being filthy. But you never hear those guys ever doing anything bad to girls. You know, so yeah. you just figure it's like people are good at presenting themselves as like a decent human being, but. I'd rather people are decent, even if they're saying filthy stuff, you know, so. I don't know, yeah, it's, it's weird, like, what, what lurks beneath, you know, and if you, if a true predator is, I, I always found, like, people in porn 
aren't predatory. They're more just like sexual liberators. Yeah. You know, you just want to have this wild, carefree life and not really work a nine to five and share your experience <clears throat> by documenting it. That's like reality TV yeah. before it was, where it just it rides the wave of the whole reality thing. You're just sharing your your sex life. Yeah. Everyone's bodies gets old. You break down, and you're gonna be worthless, you know, soon enough. Anyways, why not celebrate all these encounters? Why not have fun? Why not enjoy your body? Why not just appreciate everything? And you know, men will be attracted to to women forever. So. The fact that we can see it in HD now and 4K, all that stuff, you know, all that stuff that it's just something to feel good about. Why not? Yeah. Have you seen a lot of uh, uh, changes in the things that you do? Or is it the same thing, new trend in porn? Or, uh... See, I'm behind. I'm so old school and it's embarrassing because all these new people have come up. They've changed the game. They've upped the game. There's a lot of like art porn now. Like X art, med art, true films, where it's done stylistically, it's done like cinema, the true cinematography, great sets. It's not, you know, when I came up, it was more down and dirty or the the kinos and the couch type. Gonzo, thing. right? I mean, yeah, like just straight up, like point the camera, naked bodies, all this stuff. But you know, all that has ever the business has evolved. It's going to continue to evolve. There's always going to be like amateur stuff like me but that's relegated to more like clip stores and yeah. sites like that even these cam models you don't have to come to los angeles you stay wherever you want but they get their fan base you can have uh being these cam things that have thousands of people watching you that's power right there and they can do their cross promotion yeah. and their sales for their video clips they're their own <clears throat> distributor I mean that the game has changed and that pie just got sliced up so thinly that it's 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 becoming more of a hobby than an actual way to earn a living, you know. And this is this is coming from somebody who just felt so smart. If you make a six-figure income, of course you're like a genius. And then it only dawns on you after the fact that oh, I was just in the right place at the right time. And that that bus has left the station yeah you know unless you can come up with the next wave or you know but but do you think that fancy stuff you were talking about is that really demand for it because sometimes i can't figure out if people produce stuff because they're demand or they're trying to outsmart the market by producing something that people really never like the prolapse stuff yeah. I, I think i asked you before like i never knew there was a demand for that yeah but I mean, when I used to work for Evil Angel, a lot of people were just buying and renting that stuff, you know. Yeah. But, again, some of those girls that, like, Jason, he's a great director, yeah. right? We both agree on great that. Great hammer work, yeah. Well, some of those girls, like Roxy Ray and all, they go on, they do their own sites. Yeah. So, like, he's discovering them for what they're already known for on their clip stores or their sites. So, it's almost like, you know, you're, uh, there are people, there are women out there... I can't think of this girl's name, but anyway, she's a prolapse queen too. And every one of her things, uh, or well, there's Dirty Garden uh, yeah. girls, stuff like that. I can't think of this one prolapse girl, but it's just she makes a living with the inside of her asshole. And talk about a niche market. Yeah. Ten years ago, she would have been this fringe performer. You'd put her in some anal scenes. Now, I'm sure she's the go-to person for yeah. people that want that specific type of fetish. Or there really are filmmakers out there, like um, 
I, I watched some of the like Teen Fidelity people, Kelly Madison and Ryan Madison. I know they've been around a few years or whatever, but it's real uh, beautiful filmmaking. And I know it's porn, but I'm just saying the, the way they look at it, they look at it through a different lens. You know, yeah. it's just just a higher end production. So you got the race up the ladder and then the race down the ladder. It's the way idiots like me with small cameras can just throw something together. And I think that, that separate or divides the market too, because if you want to compete on the high end, there's all that's gone already too. Sure. There are people with way more money than than you that operate cleaner websites that are just. It's just you, you're not going to get in entry. The barrier to entry on something like that is huge. So then the, the big drop off is some like what I do these POV shoots and just you travel around. You know they're great though. Seriously, it's, it's fun. But again, you're. I think if it's you know 2015. You really got to question if you're gonna if you're just existing, if you're ramping up, plateauing, or or, or just hanging on. And right now, I, I think the future isn't as bright as it was. I, I think um, I think you're undervaluing what you do. It's it's you you uh, create great product. I think products, and I think um, maybe in addition to what you do, you might want to add a couple other things to. Uh, let the, your fans know what you're doing. Do you use Periscope at all? No, but I saw your thing. I've heard about it. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, afterward, maybe I could just kind of film you for a second. But yeah. uh, if you do that every day, like kind of talk to your fan, and they will follow you. I think I think Twitter is great because um, it's it's not censored, and Periscope was bought, bought by Twitter. So all your uh, followers have access to your Periscope account, and then like every time you film something, for like five, ten minutes, like, even if you're smoking marijuana, talking to your fans, oh, yeah. and, and they will uh, 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 communicate with you, and you could even ask, like, how did you like this scene, whatever, it's, I mean, I just got it four days ago, because it wasn't available for Android, it's pretty amazing, I was really, it's very easy to use, and I think uh, Twitter, and that, I think that would be great, especially oh. you travel a lot, too, oh. I think as long as your fans are interacting with you, I, I think you do very, very well. Well, that is the secret, too. I think more so for girls than guys. But anybody who can make that connection with your fans, yeah. Uh, I joined a site just because the, the girl was such a good dancer and all this stuff. And yeah. then she does live shows. And also, yeah, I think, again, that's the next wave of this. Standalone sites that are just mass-produced content. Yeah. And you got to download it and watch it. That's again, sort of. Even a few years ago, that that's not cutting edge anymore. You got to have some sort of live cam feed or some sort of interactivity. Periscope is the way. Well, then, okay. See again, smart people. You put these things together, and you you find a way to make yeah. that work. But all I'm saying is, like, to any young budding pornographers out there, <laughs> don't look backwards. You got to look forwards because, For sure. yeah, somebody who's like 20 years old, there's just it's more exciting options out there. You got to. I don't know, just, just, you can always be doing more. I mean, I, I think that's the key, like, you know, next time you're, you're filming a girl, do a Periscope, like a maybe pre-film interview. It could be a few minutes. Even if you're smoking joint weather, they love that stuff. They really do. Yeah. And, and um, they might request, like, uh, you know, hey, this is brand new, and with a porn girl X, we're going to be filming about half an hour, we're just relaxing, having a coffee at Starbucks, whatever, you just yeah. kind of film it. 
and they were just and like, oh, you know, what do you guys, you know, they might request you to do something, you know. Yeah. Um, that's I think that's really the way because they they feel like. Well, how do they interact with you on Periscope? Like, is it a, like a Twitter feed? Where yeah. They're... So you so you have you know. Uh, well, it's like when I when I saw your space at, when you're at the arcade in your yeah. periscope thing. So yeah, you get so sometimes you see stars on the side. That's when people click and say, "I love this," right? And the lower left hand side, people with, uh, who are following my Twitter account will like jump in, like, "Hey, Yoshi!" Hey, then they will say, "Like, where is that?" Then I'll um, verbally say, "Like, well, I'm nearby Palm Spring." Okay. So they're watching something live, and they they feel like they're part of the event yeah and if they ask me I mean sometimes they ask stupid questions and like don't eat the cat you know like I'm not going to ignore it but um, that that's I think that's that really is the future and you and Staliano did things important that I love which is you guys actually pay attention when you travel overseas I really love that I know you, I know um, you you know you, you probably get 10 times what you put money about uh, intensity in 10 cities yeah man Brandon I, I thought that was a perfect porn because here you are you travel in 10 different cities in the world you meet the local girl but you also give historical <laughs> historical tour yeah. like, like you're the Rick Steve of porn you know like yeah, yeah. I remember you were in Canadian government building remember that uh, that was in Ottawa I yeah from Montreal to Ottawa I got a I got a speeding ticket from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police yeah and, Anyway, we were standing in front of the Supreme Court of Canada, and I was going to fight the ticket, but then I just thought, it's better to fuck than fight. Yeah. So I forget the girl's name, but she came along for the ride yeah. to Ottawa, and then we yeah, had fun. But yeah, that, that's part of the thing. When you look back in this business, that wow, when you really felt alive or you felt like you're just doing something fun, Yeah. That, those are good memories. Yeah. I mean, I think those are great because, uh, one, I don't like, even if they're filming a really great scene, I get kind of tired like they're filming the same fucking room and same bed, yeah. you know, like, I love Joey Severus movies, but only time I get excited is whenever he put a new furniture in his room or something, because, you know, I mean, besides different girl, it's going to be same kind of thing, but sure. um, I like the fact that variety, you know, like... I remember that one time you and Staliano were in Budapest. I, I thought well, that was kind of cool. Was it Budapest? And, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I like the, the way John was... Uh, of course, he's interested in women, but it was kind of cool seeing you guys. Architecture, you know, all these beautiful places. Yeah, walking he, around with a girl. He did know. a pickup right along the Danube River in front yeah. of... Well, across the river from the uh, House of Parliament there. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, it was, again, good memory, you know. I'm still a fan of of a lot of the people doing work out there. And again, you know, it's just, that's what uh, broadband internet can do. It can put people in touch with anywhere. Yeah. Your one Twitter link, uh, a click away from being exposed to the uh, other mind-blowing shit that people are just, you know, taking off and taking it in different directions. Sure. It's, it's interesting. And I've got different podcast shows and like people ask me before. And, and I mean... I know as much as I know more than the average person, but there's a point where you know guys like you have to step in because you you fuck in front of camera, you deal with other sort of business, so you know more than I do, you know. Um, um, and but they 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 like asking a lot of porn questions, but I, I want to make sure they could follow you 
you know, when you film. I mean, a lot of these people might give you good ideas, but Periscope, uh, I, yeah. I, I think, I, I think you should. It's very easy. You, I don't know. You, you use iPhone or I have an Android. Uh, Android. Yeah. Just upload it. It's so easy. Just film it each time. Like, hey, you know, I'm about to film this girl. She say hello. Yeah. And then um, if you start doing that, I, I think the reaction would be great. I, I think I, I can't emphasize this now, especially if you, if you're, you're a guy, to have a fan base. You know, they just want to feel like, oh, I like Brandon. I'm, I'm gonna see what's up. And even if it's not live, they could still check it out later on. Oh, so it's archived. It's archived. Yes. Ah, oh, I didn't realize that. I don't know how long it stayed. I think it's archived, but that's I'm, I'm still kind of learning because I've only done it for three or four days. But because um, sometimes you film me, they're asking all these questions, and I don't have a chance to look at every one of them. But sometimes I go back and we watch the whole thing. Like sometimes they brought up like I say something like, "Wait, what is this?" And somebody email um, you know communicate back and say that's so and so's value and whatnot. So yeah, it's very interactive and. Yeah, uh, that's the way to go. I think. Yeah. See again, stuff that didn't even exist five years ago is influencing what's happening today. So you got to be thinking next year and, and what else is going to come along because there are other people that are doing it, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so uh, what were you? So are you going to uh, filming anything outside of California? Um, are you going back to Europe? Uh, yeah, well, I'll just take it as it goes. I've just uh, got a lot on my plate, sort of just trying to live a balanced life and, mm -hmm. you know, took on some responsibilities and just trying to see where it goes. Uh, it's been a wild ride for, for as long as it's been, and I have nothing but respect for what other people are doing now. So it's... it's uh, it's just interesting to sort of sometimes stay on the sidelines and see, you know, have respect for what, of, what else uh, people are doing. Yeah. Because then it just, uh, it, I'm reading a book about this guy who won Jeopardy uh, five times. And it's an interesting Is book. that the Ken something? The no, Morgan? not Ken Jennings. This guy's Bob Harris. Huh. And he just uh, wrote this book about the things that he learned on Jeopardy. And anyway, the point is sometimes don't make your own mistakes by like, if you don't know an answer, like... Just stay and do nothing. Sometimes that's the best response. Sure. And that's what I'm applying to my life in the business now. I was an out-of-control addict for so long, and it was only supported by, by the obscene amounts of money that was made years ago. And now it's not like that. So you, you now it's it, the functioning addicts are out there. You got to be able to like multitask. You got to get shit done. You got to have revenue streams, yeah. and you got to juggle all that. Well, you know, it, a cautious person would sort of tread lightly in in waters like this. There are no free lunches in porn anymore. It's I find anyway hyper competitive. You know, just to even maintain whatever type of paying audience you have is a blessing these days. Sure. Every every single well, every widely available thing is available on Kickass Torrents. You know, whatever the number one porn movie is, I'm yeah. sure there's. I've seen seeding, leaching, where it can be combined like a, hundreds and hundreds, even into like over a thousand people are sharing something. It takes minutes to download, so that's got to eat into people's profits if you're like the old DVD model and everything and and reality is there's not a whole lot you could do it and only way you could make money like I don't know if this makes sense Starbucks they sell coffee for four dollars you know yeah well why is that 
well, it's, it's coffee plus the experience of you going to a place where you hang out with your friend, you know? It, yeah. It's, it's, so, uh, like, I don't know, I'm so excited about Periscope because <laughs> now there's some abuses during the Manny Pacquiao and the Mayweather, oh, right. they were, they were doing that live stream, live filming the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, and if you're Game of Thrones fans, I guess if you're watching it, you could actually use yourself for filming. People could actually watch the thing. So, I'm sure this, this is going to create some problem. Yeah. So the people who provide that service versus people getting their content stolen, I don't, I don't know what, what you deal with it, but, but the cat, cat is out of the bag. I mean, this new technology, you know, and um, fan base. I, th- I, think, I think people are willing to pay money to interact with you, especially when you're talking to them like that, you know. Interactivity or going back to what we said earlier about quality will always sell. Sure. You know, and that's why there's a race up the ladder too. There are people that are just pouring money into imitating whatever's popular. You know, like... Uh, well, uh, you know what's really weird? There's a lot of this incest stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's the trend. Like, I don't understand where that comes from. Yeah, New Sensations has all these lines, different lines, so it must do well for Fake them. Fake incest, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And stepbrother this and stepmom this, and it gets all so fucking confusing. But... Again, the way I always look, okay, I consider like a company like New Sensations big, successful, mm-hmm. award winners. You know, they use A-list people. And then you, you look at what they're aping, and it just looks like if you look on clip stores, some of the big raunchy stuff about all these amateur stuff, that they're sort of doing the same thing. Or like uh, you look at jerk-off instructions, and all, all the, the girls that are talking dirty and a lot of, a lot has to do like incest themes and all. And I'm sure that's been around for as long as you and I have been on the earth and it'll be the, here after. I'm just saying like the, the mass nicheification of it, the way it's more widely available now than ever. You can join sites that have hundreds and hundreds of clips already. So again, what's that barrier to entry? If yeah. you come out and you do it as good as those people you're still beat because they've got their whole library you got to compete against so yeah I, I don't know what website but I'm almost been surprised that you know you see this website where it's only uh, one girl and her husband or boyfriend and they just fuck every day and they have a pretty decent number of subscribers and like well don't you get bored watching the same people or same two people fucking all the time but yeah they're good at blogging and now yeah. uh, you know just tweeting to them and things like that and it's what your your content is worth what's what's exclusive about what you provide yeah okay because if you're just a gun for hire but everybody can can sling dick and and work for everybody but again i think that has a shelf life for people that are making a living on their own doing their own thing uh i i found this uh website called wifey's world and they just get it, you know, if, if it, it can be the same two people fucking or, you know, the wife doing her fantasy fulfillment or, or doing all this crazy stuff. I saw this clip where it was called like a milking table thing. <laughs> they just had some anonymous dude with the hole in the massage table and she's doing all the dick worship and all that stuff. Again, it's just sort of huh. everybody else does their massages from the table up and they said, no, nope, we're doing it this way, <laughs> doing the milking table. Look at the people who do the Nuru massage stuff now. They came in, they do a very great product, and they get great girls doing it. 
and I hired a girl that had worked for them. And they don't really train you on how to give a new room massage, but they just cover the basics. And what is that? What do you mean? New room massage is like a higher, it's a weird sort of body sliding, the way you're put on like an air mattress and the woman uses this gel that she just slides. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, but it's done at a really high level. And it's just this like worship for the guy and the, and the girl is just total, totally subservient. So... Again, even within massage sites, there are the, the regular massages. Then there's, you know, it's all in how you can interpret it and how to present it. But it's being done at a very high level now. By the way, all the websites that you mentioned, I'm not, I wasn't even familiar with. Yeah, no, I've, I've researched stuff. Yeah. I'm a fan first and foremost. And I enjoy seeing good product. And I've been a loyal fan for a, a lot of companies for years. And... I just think that in today's climate, traffic is everything. It yeah. used to be content is king. Everybody seeks your content, but now content is free. So it's how do you get those eyes? How do you get that traffic? You, you're not going to compete with browsers and you know anything else. But now. can you explain to me like Xpedios is like really high up, you know, Alexa, uh, whatever you call that website to tell you the ranking, how popular yeah. it is. Xpedios was like the number one out of all of them. Um, but I don't know how they get. I mean, is it? Do they really make enough money from those ads? Expedia? No, uh, Xvideo. Xvideos. Yeah. See, again, I, I don't know how they drive their traffic, but their their searches sure come up a lot. And you know, again, it pisses me off if I ever see my content, you know, and it's not licensed to somewhere. Yeah. Or just just seeing this week, it happened for clips for sale. Somebody opened up a store and was making stuff off my content. So, you know, they they do the DMCA, Digital Millennium Copyright Act stuff, and yeah, they take it down and all. But what does that say about this business, the way anybody can rip anybody else off, and until you're caught, it's like, oh, we're, we're complying with the law, and it's just this bullshit, you know, there's no loyalty in this business. Everybody just fucks everybody else over. Yeah. But again, it just you know, you can either stay mad or you can try and innovate, you can try and do next level stuff. Or what's the you know, realization in my mind, the sad part is as somebody who pays for production, is content is free. You have to convince somebody that your website is worth putting over their credit card. And it, you know, at the end of the day I don't go to strip clubs, but I'm sure if I went, I'd be spending, you know, 40, 60, 80 bucks. So if I found some guy's site and it was like $30 to join, I'd be willing to do that. And I have done that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying like, you know, again, what, how, where does the industry go where the number of paying customers keeps shrinking and everything is farmed out for free or, you know, free three minute trailer every, you know. I love Mike Adriano's movies, but I can actually get off on, on his trailers and I don't need to see the rest of the movie because I just feel like I got got my fill. I mean, how to do, do you still talk to people in the industry? Like, what are they? My, my impression is they were taking beating for a while, but things kind of stabilize. So there's a little bit of optimism. Um, what do you, what do you, what, what's your feel like when you talk to your friends who work in the business? Are they, are they, in a bad place or they're like making adjustment I think there's going to be a continued uh, consolidation of the business small companies will keep dropping off everything will just 
be, you know, again, I'm just an idiot, but there's always somebody that comes out and redefines a whole genre. Yeah. Like black.com. Greg Lansky is a great photographer, great videographer, presents it in a classy way. And again, that's the upscale market. So there is such a there was such a huge untapped demand for it, and he knew it, everybody else didn't. But again, he jumps in and because of his previous direct experience you know he's just in the right place at the right time but I'm a huge fan of his stuff a lot of people will just keep imitating that though and then that'll change and then somebody else comes up with something but yeah I think it's just going back to what you say though I think it's always going to be driven more empowering the girls themselves yeah the way they're going to learn that you don't have to have a six-month career, one-year career, 18 months. You don't have to be the hot girl wanted. Yeah. You can dip your toe in the business. You can work in Miami, fly out to L.A., make a bunch of money, learn sort of the ropes of the business, and then you start doing your Skype shows with your fans. Then you start your own VOD yeah. uh, thing. You do your clips sites or stores. You do you know, whatever that just make you your own boss and I think girls get that more and more uh, it's funny you, you, you just made me remi- I remember something I saw Mia Rose yesterday oh really okay and she was with my friend and um, um, it took me a minute because her hair was a lot darker but good for her she decided to get out of adult business five years ago yeah. and she's been this you know expert in playing video games and this is what she does I mean yeah. Amazing. She has like a staff working behind in background. Yeah. And she basically interacts with fans by playing video games and she makes a living out of this, you know. So good for her, you know. I, I, um, it's it's kind of nice. I'm, I, I guess I'm about old enough to be her dad, but it was kind of nice to see someone like, was just like a kid. Now she's a woman. Yeah. And then uh, she made an adjustment to her life and she's got a really good career. Who would have thought? Ten years ago, eight years ago, whenever she started, that she's gonna have this vibrant career that I never thought there's. I mean, who the hell pay money to watch other people play video games? You know, that's shocking to me. I'm sure it's a lot tougher than, you know, it's not just. I'm sure she's she's honed her craft so that, you know, she's put in the necessary time to cultivate her following and all. So I'm sure it's a double-edged sword because one, I'm sure she has. Popularity because she used to be in porn. Yeah, and she's a pretty girl playing games. Yeah, but I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of dummies playing video games have funny notion about her, you know, and probably say something stupid, inappropriate whenever she's interacting with her fans. But I, I, I really thought out of thousands of girls doing this kind of stuff, it's nice to hear story like hers and uh, Belladonna and Sasha Gray. You know, like yeah. they're in a good place. Places now. There was this girl on uh, uh, myfreecams.com, and she only does like solo dancing and interactivity with her fans. She yeah. has built her own site, and then she does the wish list and guys who would like buy her new equipment yeah. so she can. So her quality went up, and it all brings back to that that experience that a lot of guys want: a cam girl girlfriend. That doesn't talk like most of her things. She she would just put on uh, music and just dance as if she's only dancing for you. But she got it too that the way sometimes talking can take away the moment. Or you know what if what if she's 
talk in English and some guy around the world, I'm sure she's thought this out that no, this is who I am. I'm going to put on popular music that people know and she just would, would dance. But her dance is, is on a whole other level. And, it, you know, again... Is she, she good? Yeah, she's not in porn. She's not, she doesn't take any dick. And I just thought, good for you. You're, you're building your own boss or you're, you're building your own business as your own boss. Yeah. And uh, good for her if she's got somebody behind her. But she seems to be doing it all on her own. So, again, next level thinking. Sadly, I think shooters like me are a dime a dozen and it's going to get even cheaper. But uh, this is what's so great about America. You could reinvent yourself, you know. So, um, I mean, my, whenever I interview, the numbers are always good. People, people always want to listen to it, you know. And I think, at least I've worked in the business, so I mean, I could, I guess, maybe talk to you on that and have people like yourself on my show. But uh, you just have to reinvent yourself, man. But Brandon, you're a good, great performer. Your products are good. You're very respectful of the girls. And um, I just like the blogging stuff that you do just even like like you even recommending people to read certain books I think that's great you know because I think they want to know you outside of the porn too so yeah and you you gotta sort of fit in where you fit in right I'm you know 46 years old now you're not gonna compete with uh, Levi Cash or guys that are exclusive to to bank I get it you know there's always gonna be those guys that can fuck circles around anybody else but what they can't take away is like who you are at your time of life. I think it's pretty cool to be 46 and every time I work with somebody who's 18, it's sort of like that spark doesn't go away. And you think how many guys are sugar daddies to sugar yeah. babies and all those sites like Seek an Arrangement and yeah. all that stuff. It just, just on the, the news the other week and here in L.A., they were talking about uh, they did a survey at UCLA and I forget the number, so I shouldn't say. But like, it's a growing percentage of women that'll admit to being in these sugar baby, sugar daddy relationships. Yeah. And it's because of the cost of education. They don't like loans, and again, it's that mindset of uh, what can you, what skills can you use to to further your own interests and all. So, you know, I I I think it's great that they do that. I mean. I got, I wouldn't say I got an argument, but like two of my friends were like kind of disturbed with uh, something that I was kind of working on. Um, I, I, my lower back hurts, I can't do it. But um, so one of my friend's friend, uh, his name is Carmen Gento. Uh, he wrote a book called, um, oh, oh no, sorry, I don't remember the book. Uh, oh, Kissed by a Taliban. I think that's the name of the oh, book. Okay. So what happened to Carmen was, he was interviewing people in Afghanistan and there's a video clip where he was traveling with a couple of Marines and I think the last scene was he was talking to these two Afghan kids, boys, and next thing you know, you go black because across uh, other side, um, Taliban shot RPG at him and it was just rocket propelled grenades. It hits him in the face but it doesn't explode and all you hear is him screaming the whole time. Wow. Oh my God, am I blind? Did I lose an eye? You know, and, uh, and luckily, he didn't lose an eye. Uh, but it's just amazing. This, this rocket literally hit him in the face. Yeah. He survives. Anyway, my friend Tom was telling him this idea that I have where it's a travel show where you start from South Africa and the only way you can move uh, one country north until you go all the way to Norway 
is you have to have sex with a prostitute in each country and you go all the way from Africa <laughs> to Norway. Yeah. Well, I don't, I mean, even if I went to this, my, my back's killing me. I don't think I could do something like that. But um, he, he, he was kind of like interested, like advised me or give me a tip on how, how maybe to do something like that, you know. So I was explaining to this to my uh, two friends and they were upset because they think I'm exploiting those women and because they're poor uh, yes I mean there's tr truth in that but she made an argument that I'm degrading those women because those women have to make a hard decision but I tell her well, would the world be better place if you have if women have more choices or less choices even if they're just awful right and he, he, he told me well, I've been to those places and these, these, these disgusting old women, are, old men are having sex with younger women. Okay, yes, that's probably not the most ideal situation, but I give her the respect to make the decision. Like she could work in factoring in Central Africa, make, I don't know, 50, 50 cents a day, or fuck this old guy for $100. Now, I don't want to take that, I don't want to take the right for her to make that decision, you know? Like, yes, maybe. She probably wants to have sex with Drake. I could probably guess that, but what are you going to do? You make a dollar a day or a hundred dollars for that one night. And I think I want to give her the opportunity to make that decision for her own. And people are really squeamish about that when people have to make a living doing stuff like that, you know? Like, I don't want to mention my friends, but he deal with very difficult clients and they're very abusive to him. I yeah. wonder, well, a billionaire sold that. They would say like, how could you how could you do that such a demeaning job you know it just depends on where you're at in the world you know right. so i remember i think we talked about this on a different podcast but i'll never forget a czech female talent saying that she earned more in one shoot than her father did at his job he's been working at for you know decades or whatever in a factory yeah so there was this tacit approval the way you know kids are going to be kids you don't have to approve yeah of the behavior but and the ends don't don't justify the means but it is even shocking to to i'm sure a parent to realize the power wow you know my kid can go and has that earning power well you know they're an adult they're doing the best they can sure. maybe they have their own goals and dreams or whatever. Do you want? Do you want to burden your dad with buying you an iPhone six, or do you want to go out and buy it yourself? Sure. You know, that's it's not even an argument anymore. Because I think we we're old enough. When we were super young, there was probably still stigma for women to go work, or husband feel like, you know, they don't feel like not being man enough, allowing the wife to go work. You know, but we live in an era like. Most couples have to work. That's just the reality. So right. it's not even like stigma anymore. It's like necessity to make people make that decision, you know. And I think you you like and respect Sandra Romain. I have a lot of respect for her. Sure. She basically said, I don't know if it was you or some. I don't know who told me. Maybe even Steve Holmes. Basically, she said, "What difference does it make? Once I fuck one guy in film, one time, or I fuck eight hundred other guys, people already made a decision about uh, about you." But she made a uh, decision to make a living out of this so that she could take care of her and her family. I thought yeah. whenever I see European, especially Eastern European girls, all business, I have a lot of respect for them. I, th I think that's a good thing that they're doing that. 
Okay, go back, bring this back to Hot Girls Wanted. Yeah. One of the producers is uh, Rashida Jones. Yes. Isn't she, who is she related to? Quincy or? Jones. Yeah. So, I mean, can you compare her experience with the people? Isn't she pimping the story of the girls? Like, that I know you can say, oh, you know, it's a cautionary tale or you're telling yeah. things as it is. Anybody that delves into sex work or like you're you're just I'm I'm saying you're exploiting the story behind the story yeah you know that it's a scintillating thing and a lot of people are watching but did what good did she do anything or what opportunities did she give to these girls other than they're not going to getting their story yeah you know and again like uh, Rashida Jones I'm sure she's a nice lovely person and she is but you, you can't compare the girls that she's documenting and telling yeah. their story with her story. She had different advantages in her life. And, you know, it goes back to the, uh, uh, the Great Gatsby on the first page. I forget the exact lines, but uh, the, the line is, whenever you feel like criticizing somebody else, realize that they didn't have all the advantages that you've had. Yes. I forget, it's words to that effect. But it's the same thing for anybody else who comes in or if you had a silver spoon in your mouth when you are a kid or you're a trust fund kid or anything. You know, rich people are going to tell the story and just tell it. Meanwhile, the grunt work is being done by the, yeah. the, the girls. And I don't fault anyone for making their choices and trying to better their own life or just simply experimenting. Yeah, and, and, and of course, in ideal situation, you don't want to be prostitute. But if that's the best thing you have... I, 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 I'm not going to judge that person. And, you know, there's many uh, factories in Asia where these parents will send their kids to work at a factory as a kid. Children, really, literally. Now, um, I'm sure most circumstances, because they probably don't have a choice in the matter, uh, that doesn't mean that they don't love their kids any less than if you're white, rich people live in this country. Uh, Whenever you you shake your head or say it's something terrible because you were never put in a position to make that hard decision, right? And 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 I'm just saying, don't think you're better than them because you're so lucky to live in this country. And I have news for women who point finger at those people. Like I bet you, if you go long enough in your ancestry, somebody in your family in line, somebody was prostitute or whore because that's the option they had, you know. So. I have a lot of respect for people, especially for women, you know, if they are doing it because they're in a tough spot. Um, but I, I, I just want fairness. But you're right. I mean, Quint, I don't know much about her. She's great in park and recreation, and I'm sure she's a nice person. But her dad uh, grew up in the place I used to live, Bramington, Washington. I remember the interview. They were so poor, they used to eat rats. I don't know. I think maybe miss miss misreading it, but that's what I heard. Chris and Joe's family was really, really poor, and... You know, they were in a tough spot, and I'm sure his parents probably didn't want to feed him a rat. Me, yeah. you know, but you do the best you you do in the situation you're in, and sometimes you don't have solution A, B, and C. Maybe you have to do E or D. You know, so right. Um, I, I just want fairness, but yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't like totally mean or unfair, but I, I could kind of start at the end of it like. Two out of the four quit, you know, they're in a better place and, uh, you know, whatever. And this is, uh, two other girls are still doing porn as of uh, late 2014 or something like that. So, you know what? Uh, nothing's going to stop people from, from pursuing whatever they want to do. And, you know, again, 
There will be more documentaries. There will be more endless fascination. Uh, but, you know, you can't, you can't stop technology and people accessing it and use it for the most base desires. Yeah. You know, the sex drive is not going to go anywhere. So... But I, I think pornography is popular in this country because we we don't want to talk about sex and uh, if they had if they had a healthier attitude. I think European general have a healthier attitude about sex, in my opinion. You know, so they probably don't uh, sell product as much as we do over here because all the perverts. I mean, Utah hotels in Utah are like number one when it comes to porn rental. You know, so yeah. who are you kidding? You know, um, but yeah. So hopefully. I, I think uh, I have a lot of faith in you, Brandon. I think you're going to make adjustment, and I think your fans are going to like Periscope. I'm telling yeah. you, <laughs> Joey Diaz, one of the funniest comics, every morning when he wake up at 7 a.m., he'll tweet and say, I'm going to be on Periscope in five minutes. And all you see him for that 10 minutes, like smoking weed, giving advice to people, and people love it. You know, like he gets thousands of people watching that stuff. Oh, and cool. they, they follow, listen to his podcast, and they come to see him live events. So, yeah. yeah. You know, he's 50-some years old, and he's learning to do this technical stuff. And, yeah, I, I think it's connecting with people. so important. So um, I'm sure they're going to email me, tweet to me, but I'm, I'm looking forward for them to give you, like, uh, I don't know, say hello to you or give you a suggestion or, you know, congratulating you for working really hard. So No, I'm uh, excited about that, too, because when it comes right down to it, that's what this whole industry is about it is about making connections yeah and you know rather than putting the focus on the girls and their choices and all you know what it's just facilitating introductions and experiences and celebrating sex and what bodies can do and and all that stuff so yeah that that is that's good advice you know just stay on top of the curve and adapt to to new ways of doing things and keep trying because uh, uh, I've said this and then a couple of questions done. Um, you, you and I know like Belladonna is one of the greatest performer and yeah. personality. Yeah. And you know, she's probably like 32, 30. She's still a kid. But she come back, they're a humongous fan base. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because even the convention floor, she took, you know, acting with fans to another level. You know, the, her line, you remember, her yeah. line was always the longest out of yeah. all of them. Yeah. You know, just looking at, I mean, she, she literally had like Clinton-like way of, connecting with people you know she's just un unbelievable so um I, I think i think you're going to continue to I, I can't wait till you do periscope traveling meeting performing uh filming girls from different parts of the world and uh, I, I love that and i hope uh, you don't stop doing that you know yeah. good travels to everyone and it's nice to to even have a possibility of reaching out and you know meeting people in any country that's that's uh I hope it happens too. So. Oh yeah, I definitely want to see you film stuff in Brazil and Japan. I think oh, Japan man. and Brazil. I, I think you'll like it. It'll be different. And I know you're a student of porn, so I think you go and like you ended up teaching them the way we do stuff. And I'm sure you learn something that they do differently over there too. You know? Yeah, you know, you can. Uh, last year I went to John Thompson's shoots in Berlin for German Goo Girls, and I met people that traveled from England and Denmark and different things so you just it's a small group of well not so small about 70 guys showed up there and it was just cool to like interact was it in berlin did you say it was in berlin at the time i think they moved to bremen now but uh i just thought that was really cool the way it's like people who 
if you enjoy it so much that you're willing to, to fly to a different country to participate in the shoot, <laughs> that just says something about your level of commitment. And earlier, you know, you and I were talking about, uh, I'm going to try and go to Phoenix just to participate in a glory hole shoot. Not because I, I don't have a clue on what it's going to be like to experience it. Yeah. I just think, you know, if you if you have time and you're, what's wrong with like, dude, I used to fly from Canada down to Los Angeles for, for the hope of be, participating in a shoot. Yeah. That, that flame never went out. So why not just uh, keep it going and stay open to new ideas and see how other people document their own times because you know never a dull moment yeah uh the blogging i, I really love w whenever you write stuff in kenny styles because it, it, it just there's so many writers but like you know one of my favorite writer for sports bill simmons and like he write in the language like i feel like he's like my friend he used pop culture references to, to make you feel comfortable what you're talking about but like the feeling like, oh yeah, I, I like reading what this guy's reading, you know, like even if, 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 even if it's non-porn related stuff. So um, I, I think I'm, uh, I, I, have, I think you're going to go upswing as usual, in my opinion. We'll see, you know, it's just, uh, it's good to look forward to things, whatever they are, whatever's coming down the pipe in this business, I'm going to remain a fan. You'll remain a fan too, but uh, hats off to the people that are killing it now because today is uh, more competitive than it's ever been in my experience going back to the late 90s. I think it's hyper competitive now and again that that a lot of people get weeded out by that and yeah. it'll just evolve into to something else. Well you know when Michael Jordan got older he, he, he made adjustment to his play and uh, uh, you can make adjustment too you know because uh, good work, Brandon. And uh, thanks for doing this. And um, beside BrandonIron.com, what Twitter account? Did, do you have an Instagram too? Or? Uh, no, I don't. Just at BrandonIron on Twitter. Or for people that don't want to join a monthly membership, I have a VOD site called BrandonIronVOD.com. So it's a pay-per-minute thing. And if you're a new user, you get uh, free minutes for signing up. And uh, you're going to make Periscope account, right? I will. Yeah. Definitely. All right. In yeah. fact, I might, uh, if you don't mind, I want to like maybe do a few minutes uh, after this, like put you on. and uh, Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, just interact with Brandon, guys. He's really, he, he likes his fans. And uh, I can't wait to like, you know, even if it's every other day, a couple times a week, they'll, they'll love it. And uh, and please sus subscribe to his, uh, you know, pay the man. He, he needs the money. <laughs> no, thanks, Yoshi. I appreciate you having me on. All right, guys, thanks. And uh, uh, I also want to thank uh, Freddy Correa. Please check out his podcast on iTunes and Stitchers. Uh, thanks for the invite. And he's the new producer on the show. So thanks for listening, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon.